So we either have a high mountain or not so high mountain. When we get to the top, when we get to the top, we've discovered who we are. What we think our purpose is in life, how we're going to be in this world, mm-hmm. or at least the initial start of it, right? And we, when we get to that mountaintop, much like Batman had his signal in the sky, that, that big old light mm-hmm. shining up, and I am Batman, <laughs> right? When we get to that mountaintop, we're going to put a big... The visualization I have is we're standing at the top of the mountain with a huge light for the world to see. That's going to broadcast who we are. And obviously, if you have more love and fear in your life and your mountaintop is higher, more people are going to see it. The light's going to be brighter. It's a higher energy versus if it's full full of fear, it's a lower mountain. The light is dimmer. Mm-hmm lower energy but in both cases you're broadcasting to the world Welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Andy McDowell, founder and owner of Generate Your Value, providing life, leadership, and small business coaching services in the Atlanta area. And I'm Zach Levy, your other co-host. I run a nationwide financial service business with my wife, Megan. Together, Zach and I have the intention to bring you tips, concepts, ideas, suggestions, stories, and analogies from A to Z, which will help you to grow your personal brand and small business in such a way that joy, happiness, and success as you define it for yourself are achieved. We hope to use our gifts, talents, and experiences in business to generate value in your life. And with that being said, let's move to our topic for today. Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach Levy. With me, as always, is Andy McDowell. Andy, great to see you. Great to see you this morning. Hopefully, uh, everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I did. I did as well. I ate way too much, as always. Yeah, it's the first time in a while. We, we all know what turkey does to you, right? Yeah. Ate a bunch of turkey, and within a half hour, I was like motionless, because I was just so dead tired, you know, from the... You know what? That's why there's always coffee. So yeah. So, but what are we? Uh, what are we covering today, Andy? So we're gonna do something slightly different today. We're gonna go through a vi- visualization. I had a conversation with my customers in my last peer-to-peer group meeting about the push and pull in life, and I sort of got this big visualization about the journey of life and so forth that's just been sitting in my head for two weeks that I'd sort of like to throw out here on the podcast and see if it can help some people out there. You know, human beings are usually one of two ways, right? They're either oratory, you know, it's this podcast right. fits because it's nothing but voice, but they're 
people like myself that are very visual in nature. And hopefully for those, I mean, fit for everybody, but particularly those visual people when they're thinking about, particularly if they're teenagers or in their 20s and they're thinking about their life and what they want to create create out of it, uh, this visualization could really help them in the right direction. So are you ready to start? Let's go. Okay, so let's let's do that. Let's pretend you and I are teenagers or early 20s and we're thinking about what we want in our life, strategizing on that. If we take our childhood to our early 20s and visualize that that process is walking up a mountain, and as we're having that experience of walking up the mountain, the two things that we talk a lot about in life start coming into play, and that's love versus fear. And with love versus fear, but let's look at a couple things. Love and fear, or the, or the elements of it, have different energy levels, different, well, just leave it at that, different energy levels, right? Love tends to be higher frequency, joy and happiness, and people have a lot more energy about their lives as opposed to if they're living in mostly fear, which is a a low energy. You're sitting on the couch all the time, you're not feeling good about yourself, or you're scared of doing things, have anxiety in your life or whatever. I think it's safe to say that the height of the mountain that we climb is going to be different heights. Agreed. So if you happen to have a good upbringing, more more so love than fear that's being brought into your life through all your relationships, not just your family, mm-hmm. but through all your relationships, you're going to climb a pretty high mountain. Versus if you have a lot of fear, or a lot of dysfunction in the family or friends and so forth, that, that mountain, how you're feeling about yourself, that mountain's not going to be as high. And this is all about the journey of discovering yourself, right? That's right. a whole lot about what teenagehood and early 20s is, is who am I? Right. I know my name, but who am I going to be in this world, right? Mm-hmm. So you're having experiences, you're collecting evidence, so to speak, and you're going on this journey uphill to get to the top of your mountain. So we either have a high mountain or not so high mountain when we get to the top. When we get to the top, we've discovered who we are, what we think our purpose is in life, how we're going to be in this world, mm-hmm. or at least the initial start of it, right? And we, when we get to that mountaintop, much like Batman had his signal in the sky, that, that big old light mm-hmm. shining up, and I am Batman, <laughs> Right. When we get to that mountaintop, we're going to put a big, the visualization I have is we're standing at the top of the mountain with a huge light for the world to see. That's going to broadcast who we are. And obviously, if you have more love and fear in your life and your mountaintop is higher, more people are going to see it. The light's going to be brighter. It's a higher energy versus if it's full Full of fear, it's a lower mountain, the light is dimmer, 
Mm-hmm. It's lower energy. But in both cases, you're broadcasting to the world, this is who I am. So I'm going to stop there. What do you... What comes to mind when you when you hear that visualization? So it's interesting we talk about that childhood through teenage years to early 20s, that discovery phase, and how much that the upbringing, the familiar structure and environment can have on that, on that climb, if mm-hmm. you will, right? I mean, looking back personally, having a interesting childhood since I was about five to I'd probably the time I graduated high school, those, those pivotal years, having an interesting childhood, I, that visualization really works because you have some people that have what seems to be the perfect family structure. Mm-hmm. They have the good upbringing and they're, they're the athletes. They, and this might not always hold true, but it's, you know, cause there are people who make it that have dysfunction, right. Or seem good on the outside, but really they're a battle on the inside. But the outgoing, the, the popular kids or the successful people, right? The pretty people, if you will, you know, we we're both climbing up a, a slope or a mountainside and for them, they might have, you know, harness handles, a smooth surface to walk up, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've kind of visualized walking up stone mountain. You can either take the path that has the handrail or you can go without the handrail. Right. Right. And it's it's that kind of visualization where, you know, you without the handrail, you may tire out and not get all the way up the mountain. Like you said, get to a lower peak. But at the same time, when we're talking about this love versus fear relationship, the push pull of life, right? Yeah, we're going to get to that in the next so, segment. But go ahead. But when we're when we're talking about love versus fear, we also have a choice. We've mm-hmm. talked about that in the past mm-hmm. of living with love or living with fear. And when we live the life that does have a lot of adversity, not a solid foundation to build on, it is hard to get up that slope. Right. Yes. But, but there's nothing, there's nothing easy in life about teenagehood and early twenties. No, it's the most awkward times in your life. Yeah. Time. That's not why a, I think the mountain visualization works because right. it, it's work. It's, it's not, uphill. It's not war- walking down a flat path somewhere. So living that fear-based life, again, having that background, you don't have the handrails, the maybe steadier slope. You might have, if you will, loose rocks, loose footing, things like that. And so it may be, I mean, you think about that. You look at a, cliffside or a mountainside that has all kind of debris rocks no handrails no harnessing points nothing like that you're going to be afraid to walk up it most of the time mm-hmm. so that's going to hold a lot of people back whereas having the foundation having the you know handrail or the help or things like that is going to benefit you walking up but then at the same time we can choose to overcome that fear and live in love and still get up that path it's kind of the way i see it mm-hmm and love gives you the fuel to climb up right. a taller mountain. Right. With or without assistance. 
Right. But as uh, people have come to know us here on the Generate Your Value podcast, what what is the one main tenet that we bring to the table that you probably don't hear in other podcasts is about how biz- business mimics life. Right. Right? So you can take the same visual, the same analogy on the business side, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to climb up a mountain to build a business plan, to take an idea and get ourselves to a point that we can start telling the world, hey, our business exists and this is who we are. Right. So whether you're looking at life or you're looking at business, you can use the same visualization and love and fear are still going to come into play, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're setting the tone for your business culture, how you're presenting yourself to the world, you know, putting that business light up in the, Mm-hmm. in the air with your arm, so to speak, on the top of the mountain that you've climbed to be able to build and launch the business. Just like you're you're building and launching yourself into right. adulthood, right? To tell the world, this is who I am, or at least the, the way I feel right. at the moment, this is who I am. And you start, quote, marketing yourself, right? I exist and this is who I am. Right. So we're gonna, we're gonna as we go through this visualization, we're going to go back and forth between life and business, or bring both into the conversation to prove once again how much. Well, again, as we how said much many they times, have overlap, right? right? Almost, if you will, intertwine when it comes to everything we apply. So. Mm-hmm. so with that that established, we're on top of our mountain. The mountain height is of different heights depending on. How much love and fear has played in into our, quote, development, if you will. And we start shining our light in the world, which is full of other people and other businesses, right? Right. So if you're, you're another person walking around in the world and you see, or, or you're even on your own mountaintop with your own light and you're looking around at all these different lights, you're going to have some that are, what? Yeah, some are some brighter stronger. and some are dimmer, but they're they're also broadcasting a message, right, about right. who we are. Just like the Batman signal. So you're going to have some people that are going to look at your broadcasting and your light and go, okay. And you have others that go, hey, that looks interesting, or, ooh, I really resonate with that. Right. Or, I'm just like you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to what that that attracts you, right? Well, I mean, to want to have conversations, to engage, to the best analogy I can think of here because it applies in business as well is just like you know dating, putting yourself out there. This mm-hmm. is who I am, and we all know from the dating world, mo- most of us didn't marry the first person we ever dated. Right. There are those right. out there, but it's, oh, well, I don't really vibe with who you are. That doesn't really work. And it's the same thing when we're putting our message out there, whether it's on a personal note or business, it's the same exact thing. 
it's finding who's compatible with that, who, who meshes with our message and our, our why really. And you're not going to do that for everybody in the world, right? So in, in essence, right. you're sort of finding your tribe mm-hmm. and those people that resonate with what you have to say. And if it's mostly love-based, then it's going to feel awfully good, right? And you start pulling those people towards you. You're right. attracting them or attracting those businesses, attracting those customers if you're looking at the business side, into into your realm, into right. your area, into your life, so to speak, because it's it's inviting. It looks good. It's a higher energy. It's like, oh, I want to be part of that. So that's that's the pull side. Mm-hmm. The opposite side is if it's mostly fear based. The light's not as dim. It's not as tall. How attractive is that? To human human nature, human, I mean, may, 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 it, it, it may be attracted to people whose lights are just as dim, right? I mean, you might be pulling pulling those in because you're right. attracting that kind of like. Well, like attracts like, in, right? Whereas people that are in a different frequency or living a life that's mostly based in love, they're going to be oof. No, not for me. Right. You know, and it's a push. You're you're pushing that away from you. Mm-hmm. You're pulling like fear. You're attracting fear into your life, just like love is attracting love. Mm-hmm. Whereas love is pushing fear away and fear is pulling fear into itself. And that was that was the main part of a discussion in my peer-to-peer group was about this nature of Pulling and pushing, both in life and within their business, mm-hmm. is do you know what your why is in your business? Do you have that light raised up in the air and you're starting to market yourself and tell the world that you exist and you're going to start attracting a tribe? And that tribe is going to be of like mindsets or needs, right. you know? I have a need and that looks awfully attractive to me because I think mm-hmm. that might fulfill my need kind of basis. And so what are you doing f- from a product service standpoint, marketing and everything with your business light up in top right. of the mountain to attract customers into your realm? Mm-hmm. Not all of them is going to actually be your customer. I mean, it's not the end of the process, but you're at least getting leads out of it, right? Right. Getting swings at the plate, Mm -hmm. if if you will. This may seem a little um, oversimplistic, but I can't tell you the impact this has in life and in business. Well, I mean, some of the most effective things I've ever applied in both life and business have kind of followed the acronym of KISS, right? Mm -hmm. Keep it stupid simple. I mean, when we try to overcomplicate things, that's typically where we get lost. Well, it's going back to our eating the elephant analogy. Take something right. complex, you got to eat it one one bite at a time. So right. if you can keep the simple visualization or analogy, if you will, in your head as you're going through building your business or running your business or building your life, running your life, you can keep coming back to it, mm-hmm. asking questions about these activities or whatever. Is this serving 
my life or serving my business? And how does that fit into this analogy or this visualization? All right, let's take it a step further. Bring in another concept we've talked about, which is and versus or. So in the business world, you're on the top of your mountain and you got a light that's shining in the world, so to speak, and you've got other businesses out there. Some are competitors, some might be suppliers, some might be end customers if you're in a B2B right. world and so forth. Obviously, you want to you attract vendors, you want to attract potential customers in, but what about your competitors? Are you just going to be totally standoffish or are there some things that you can plug into an end? Like when it comes to your industry. Sure. So, I mean, I've, I've experienced in business where a lot of times, even though you may do a lot of the same things or you may have a competitor, that there may be some intricacies that they do or you do that the other doesn't. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, it, the relationship can become an and, but if you're an or, it's either me or them. Right. Number one. Or both. Right. Right. So, number and, one, number one, if you're standoffish, a lot of times, yeah, we want as much market share as possible. Right. But a lot of that time, a lot of the time, it becomes not just competition, but looking at, you know, others in our industry as an enemy. Right. And, you know, that's, that's living in a very limited mindset, right? There's not the abundance mindset we've talked about, which really follows that and, or. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we're going to yeah. go there in a minute, but go ahead, keep going. But kind of the analogy of me or them or me and them, because I'm trying to verbalize this the right way. <laughs> but if we look, you know, talking about living an and life, Right. If we in business have an and view of the market, number one, the and side of this conversation is based in love. So we're going to be able to shine our light brighter. Mm -hmm. Right. Our competition mm -hmm. respects us more. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas on the or side, our voice doesn't get out there because in my industry, I've received calls from others in my industry living out that and life right? Being cohesive and things like that, that, Hey, we can't help this person the best we want to. Can you see what you can do mm -hmm. and vice versa? And you build a weirdly enough, you have, speaking of tribe, you start to have a tribe of your competitors in your industry that are working together. Now you're talking about the, the win, win here, right? So, and I get I get into this when when my customers with the eighty twenty rule mm -hmm. we've talked about I believe on this podcast where you have some customers that have a need they're a need in your industry but the 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 way your product and service is or the way the processes you use or whatever is not the best fit for them but your competitor might be right so you're going to refer the customer to your competitor but in doing so the customer remembers that you. Mm -hmm. sent them to the place that got their needs taken care of. So right. you you have a, maybe not as big a win, but you still have a win out of that because of the branding. Right. 
that customer's experience with you, the trust level with you, is still fairly high, even though you didn't get their dollars mm-hmm. because you sent them to a place where it could get done. Which I might even argue that the trust would be higher than if you tried to keep them, right? Or didn't well, get their yeah, if done, you right? tried to force fit it and they end up with a right. solution that didn't really fit their needs, that's really bad. But somebody that says, because I've been in that situation where I'm on the customer side and somebody says, you know, really what you're looking for, we, we can kind of do that, but we're not going to be the best, best at it. We have a, you know, a competitor or a company down the road that specializes in exactly what you're looking for. We're in the same industry. We do pretty much the same thing, but they do a lot better at this. Mm-hmm. And I, I was blown away because I'm going, they're giving my business a way to make sure that I get the best needs. So if I needed something not that specific, guess who I'm referring to? The company that referred me to the specialty company, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I think it's safe to say when, when, you're, when you're in business, just like in life, with certain people, you can have an and and an or, mm-hmm. right? So in business, in Areas A, B, and C, I want to be an and with you. Things mm-hmm. that strengthen our industry, particularly if you've got alternative industries that could, you could substitute, like in fuel. Mm-hmm. You bounce around possibly between diesel and propane and natural gas and whatever as an alternative energy for a business. I'm just thinking, thinking out loud here. Right. I know coming from the Boeing world, there were certain things that we would cooperate with Airbus on. No collusion, no, 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 no nothing that's against the law, but just to help strengthen the aviation industry right. as a whole, we would work together on. So there, there are areas you can go do ands with competitors. Mm-hmm. It can be probably a lot more or, but... Well, hence the word so competition. So if you, you go out on the mountaintop and shine your light out there and you're participating in a particular industry, don't forget you can do ands and ors. Right. Just like in life. You know, you and I don't mesh, so we're going to be an, be an or. You know, go off, do your own thing. I want to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. But, there, uh, but there may be one particular area like, yeah, they're not really a friend. I'm not really hanging out with them. But in this one particular area, we're going to have an and. Right. Right, whether it's a hobby, both both people like or cause, they're going to mm-hmm. work work for a nonprofit or something of that nature. Yeah, but we we have a personality clash, or <laughs> you have a much different life than I do, and so we're going to be pretty much an or in that case. But that doesn't mean this one area, a slice of our lives, we can't do an end. Right, would be an example. The visualization when I was thinking of that was hey, take. Take your mountain and slide your mountain next to mine so that we have that combined lights together mm. to get a brighter light and therefore yeah. attract, because it's brighter, it reaches further and you attract more people, whether it's life or business, right. into your realm, so to speak. Whereas if you always live a life of or, then you're always over there pushing people and pushing them over there and you know, you've got... Separate lights that don't shine as brightly in the world. If we keep using this light analogy. All right, let's say you move beyond your early 20s. You've built a, built a mountain or had a, a life so far that's full of fear. Your mountain's not as high and your light is not as bright. 
what what visual you sort of get the sense of the visual here how how would you think of the visual of how how do I change that for myself or would you rather <laughs> me give my opinion and you can comment no, on it I'm just making sure I put this in the right words yeah. so and I, I believe we've talked about this before but the first step is I think we've got to backtrack our steps down that path. That's where I was going. Right. Yep. So if you can imagine you're at the top of the, at the top of the mountain or the top of the slope and you got banged up along the way, right? You fell down, you busted your face, your knees, everything like that. And you get to the top and the energy that you have left is really creating a dim light and you're not, you're not who you want to be. You know, you want to be something different, Mm -hmm. right? You, you've got your why, but you're nowhere close to it, right? You're, you're attracting the wrong types of people because, right. and then those wrong types of people make your light dimmer because <laughs> we become the five closest people we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Right? Or the average thereof. Right. And so the first place is walking back down that path and retracing our steps to see what, what's really causing this light to be so dim. Why am I living in fear? Mm-hmm. Right. Also known as introspection. Right. Right. I mean, this is, this is usually for most people, a very hard journey because they've already, they've already lived it once. It was already painful. It was already hard. And, you know, we've used the, the muscle building analogy before it's gonna hurt, but retracing those steps to then figure out, okay, how can I make this path better and get to a higher peak? How can I increase my energy at the top of the peak, mm-hmm. right? What can I do? What problems am I, what, what scars, what baggage am I dragging along with me that are decreasing that energy? Well, you have to heal. Right. You have to heal those things that cause the fear to mm-hmm. arrive or show up in your life, right? So right. just like you said, my, my visualization is you have to come off that mountaintop mm-hmm. and you either go to the bottom of the mountain or a ledge or something somewhere and you have to do the introspection and the healing work have some courage right in that process and move to the love side and maybe you have to bring bring somebody in to help you with that process right if it's life it may be a therapist a psychologist a psychiatrist whatever somebody on the medical spectrum that can help you through that process to do your healing and then Restart your climb up to a higher mountain full of love in your life, right. particularly love for yourself. Or in the business world, you hire somebody like me <laughs> right. to come in and help you figure out how, how do I need to change the business plan? How do I Basically. need to, or things about myself from a leadership perspective right? Um, to climb, climb to a higher mountain and have better results right. and a better light in the world. Basically hire a climbing guide. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't take this path. Let's let's go back. You know, up the slope, but take this path. Right. I think that works really well. But I think that's a that's a good that's a good analogy or way to think things is if you found yourself in that situation, don't think that you're done and mm-hmm. oh, well, that's going to be my life. That's why my business is going to be. You have an opportunity to go back down the right. hill, regroup. Do it. It's still going to be hard work, but mm-hmm. 
you got to do the introspection and the healing part first before you can start climbing and climb, right. make the mountain a much higher mountain and a, and a brighter light in the world. But you've got to deal with it and do that first. Yes. You've got to. So you can't bring a crane in with a bunch of dirt and start building the mountain <laughs> from where you where no. you're at. And I think so many people try to do that and that's why they stay stuck. But the beautiful part is no matter what mountain peak, even if you made it to a peak, because a lot of people I think stop on the side of the mountain. But as long as you still got a heartbeat and you're still breathing, you can go back down that mountain, retrace those paths and Mm -hmm. basically start over. I don't care if you're 25 or if you're 65. There's always time. I mean, look at business success stories. If we're talking about business that didn't really become successful until they were in their fifties or sixties, right? Or they didn't even start business until that age. And then all of a sudden it's a major company we know of today. Well, I think it's, it starts with a recognition, right? Right. A recognition that I'm not in a place that I want to be, whether it be your business or in your life. That this is no longer working for me. It doesn't serve right. me. I want to be in a different place. You know, I'm not happy. I don't have joy in my life. I don't have happiness in my life. I'm certainly not being successful. Mm-hmm. And what do I need to do? I kind of like need to start over again. So biggest part is recognition. And then B is to start taking the actions. Right. Like you said, walk down the. Walk down that mountain, do the healing you need to do, and then start up another mountain that's going to allow you to get to a place that you want to be. It's going to have a brighter light in this world and start generating your value, right? Certainly a much better value. That's going to then attract like value into your life. Right. Or into your business. I'm glad that's done. I can now empty that out of my brain. I've been holding it for two (laughs) weeks. Just wanting to... (laughs) Say it to somebody and say it to the world, right? Right. So I hope you I hope you found that helpful. You know, particularly those that like me are more visual in nature. Um, when you're trying to think, what steps do I need to do for my life or do for my business, and a sort of a roadmap, if you will, for your life strategy or your business strategy, that might be helpful to some. I know uh, I wish I had had that visual in my head 50 or 30 years ago when I was 30 plus years ago when I was in my 20s because I did I did build build that smaller mountain I had fear and mm-hmm. bad self-esteem in my life and lost my first marriage because of it and decided to go get the help that I needed to do and have been building a much bigger and better mountain for myself in my life so I expect Speak from experience with this, but I really wish I had that visual in my head 30 plus years ago. So once again, we thank you for joining us uh, on this Tuesday. Like Zach said earlier, we hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. It was a safe and joyful, joyful one in your life, and you're getting ready for the holiday season. If, if you're in the Christian world, wherever you are in the world, lots of decorations going up here in the United States this week as we start celebrating it. Anyway. Thanks for joining me today, Zach. Of course, as always. And as always, if you will, help us continue to generate more value. Give us a like, a share, and hit that subscribe button and follow us. Don't subscribe to us, follow us, but you do have to hit the subscribe button. 
So, and if you think of somebody in particular that you're like, wow, they really need to hear this, this impact, this would be so impactful for them, share our link and maybe they'll dig into some more of the podcast episodes and be able to change lives because that's what we're here for. Absolutely. So enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Generate Your Value podcast. If you find our conversations to be useful in your life, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can find me online on Instagram at The Fitzpreneur, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For information on my coaching services, if you're in the Atlanta area, go to www.generateyourvalue.com. You can also find me and my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Generate Your Value on those platforms. Once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and we invite you to generate your value in this world. Thank you.